Welcome to Real Black Conscientious Foreign Podcast. This is Big VJ checking in. Today's conversation, we're going to talk about relationships. We are going to talk about relationships, beloved. And uh, it's been a while, right? But, um, <laughs> you know, I just got off the phone with my little cousin, man. We just had a bill for like two hours. And uh, so, yeah, you know, we got some motivation, right? <laughs> we got some inspiration. And most importantly, we got some information, right? So we can have a conversation about the information that we just received, right? Before I do so, I want to shout out Lil Cuz, his platform, his podcast. You can find him on Spotify. He is DK The Voice, and the name of the podcast is Unpopular Truth versus Popular Opinion. And we just got off the jack, man. And it's just something I want to share with the family, being that we got off the jack, because there is a close friend of the family. And he's a solid guy, married, few kids. He got the like the black American dream. He's like a life coach. He's a solid guy, man. He's a good guy, really high energy. You would never hear him say anything bad about anybody. But you know, most of those like life coaches kind of people, they're not into that. They're not interested in, you know, it's always a good vibe, good energy. Solid brother. Unfortunately, though, we are a couple of weeks away from the holidays and he um he caught his old lady hand in the cookie jar right so you know we kind of slow down here on real black conscious one podcast when it comes to talking about relationships and um kind of like doing the whole relationship advice thing because Everybody that comes here already know my answer when it comes to black relationships as far as marriage is concerned about being in covenant is concerned we ain't for divorce so it's not like it's not real relationship advice when you come here because everybody already know before they even tell me the story what I'm gonna say I'm not nah, only see a black woman <laughs> Hey, look, they say, they be in the comments, boy, they be getting on me because they feel as though I give a black woman a pass for anything. You know what I'm saying? I don't give brothers these kind of passes because the brother, he's uh, he's the head, right? He's the head. He's the brain. He's the general. I don't really do a whole lot of passes for men. But when it comes to sisters, I might, I might give a, a pass every now and then. But, beloved, you know, it has a lot to do with the way I was raised. You know what I mean? It, it has a lot to do with how ace my pops raised me it has a lot to do with how papa joe my grandfather from chicago raised me it's different unfortunately i was taught that all women underneath certain circumstances would cheat if you put a woman in a area or a environment in which she is attracted to a person and they can communicate every day and they talk every day and they cordial and all this old kind of shit is going to go down 
This is not for some women. This is for all women. So you can't, you know, I was taught that, um, you know, beloved, that also there are two types of women that live on planet Earth. Now, this is what Big Mama told me. There are what they call saved women, saved, sanctified women. These are women that wake up every day, every morning, striving to be perfect, right? They're striving to be great. And then there's other women, which Big Mama say they in the world, right? You know what I'm saying? So they just women in the world. So you really, you know, coming from my background, that is the perspective I got. That's what I have. Um... That's the POV I've always used to navigate through this thing that we call life. And, um, you know, beloved, both of those viewpoints in my life, in my walk, I have always seen it to be true. If a person, beloved, have access to your old lady, access, they can knock it down. This is why many of our women black and brown women always get tripped up by men in their path men in their route the guy at the job the guy at the gym the guy at the temple the guy at the church um, the guy that they always see when they taking little man or they taking little mama to football practice, basketball practice, cheerleading practice, whatever. More often than not, black women are lazy cheaters and they cheat with somebody on their route. They don't go out of their path to mess around with no dude. They ain't not going to really do that. Black men, we going to do that. We going to mess with shorty just all through whatever. We... Cousin gonna hook us up with somebody. Partner's gonna hook us up with somebody. We gonna knock down chick at the job. We we hitting the bartender at the bar we go to. We hitting the other barmaid at the club we go to. <laughs> Black men going there. We hitting some from overseas. Sugar came in from overseas. We gonna catch her, hit her. Like this is what it is all over the place. But beloved sisters is not like that. They just on their path. So it's not really hard catching a sister up. All you got to do is look at her route. Black women don't, they don't cheat outside of the route. But I was taught beloved and it, it remains to be true. If you put a sister in an environment with somebody that she is attracted to and they have uh, access to one another on a physical level, they in the same, they share space with each other all the time eventually it's going to go down right so listen in today's conversation we're going to talk about that because what i'm not going to do is i'm not going to run down a black woman you know here on real black content is for podcast we believe in grace and a lot of niggas they always like to get grace goddamn but you have to give this grace away sometime too they like to get some grace but we believe in grace we believe that Forgiveness still works. We believe that love still works. And we also believe in counseling. Marital counseling and individual counseling. Because our villages, we got to get in tune with that. Sometimes you see behaviors or behavior patterns and there's something else deeper going on. 
And unfortunately, the way that we were introduced into relationships is that um, it's more of a it, it's a fine line between. It's almost toxic. Let me say it that way. I, w- I want you to follow me on this, right? You know, the way that we are introduced into relationships is it's almost like you you with a person and it's like an ownership thing. It's like a control thing. And we spend more time trying to control the person that we are with or the person that we are with is spending more time trying to control us. And we're not really communicating with each other and going on this journey with each other that we are in covenant with our our spouse. We're not really going on a journey with each other. See, the way that we're introduced into relationships in the village early is like it's the middle school, high school, college level. And it's more of like a, a ownership, a control thing. We spend more time trying to control women. We're not really listening to the woman that we with. And we're not really going on this journey of life together. We're saying, I don't like you wearing this. I don't like you. It's so much of a, I don't like, I don't like, I don't like, I don't like. It's more of a control kind of like thing. And, so, and that's, it becomes reciprocal. Because now the sisters is trying to control us. I don't like what you do. Give me your phone. Let me look through your phone. Let me see who you've been calling. And it's a control. It's a control. And when you have a control aspect, the communication is not there. So we're not taught to marry our best friends. You love Shorty? Shorty should be your best friend when you be in covenant with her. Buddy got to be your best friend when you are in covenant with her. Me and my little cousin sharing and ha- we having a conversation about a person that's close to our family that he caught his old lady hand in the cookie jar. You know what I'm saying? He, We living in the age of technology, beloved. And man, you... T- I wouldn't think people, you know, the cell phones are tracking devices. How many times do we say that on this podcast? The cell phone is a tracking device. This is not, goddamn, this is not 1980. This is not 1990. This is not the early 2000s. You know, back in the 90s, if you call yourself stepping out, if you call yourself having an outside interest, it was different because you can easily cut a person off. And there's no way that a person can find you and you can find them. Not for real, for real. You got to have a good system together to meet up with somebody. Not no more. If a person knows your first and last name, they can find out where you live. They can find out who your spouse is. This is the age of technology. If you call yourself trying to sneak off and meet somebody, the telephone or pardon me, your cell phone is a tracking device. They can find out and see where you are. And in this conversation, that kind of like what happened. Shorty moving around with the phone it's a tracking device on the phone and he can just go to where the phone is at you at the snooty fox you bust it now thank god that the brother had good energy we are definitely grateful for that because certain men sisters on the safety issue man these niggas will blow your brains out for that shit some men take that as the highest form of disrespect Especially when they're working hard for their family. Damn, since this nigga got you in a five bedroom, three bathroom, or fuck all that. If a nigga got you in an apartment in the projects, he like loyalty. You know what I mean? And niggas catch you out there, man, these niggas will blow your brains out. That's why 
I wanted to have a conversation, beloved, because I wanted to do it more on a safety tip. That's dangerous shit. You got to be careful. But in any event, the point I was trying to make about the age of technology is that, you know, in the 90s, if you called somebody 50 fucking times, when you cut them off, there's no trace of that. Today, technology is such at a high level that every time you call a number, it's going to show. How many times you call is going to show. How long you talked is going to show. If you send a person a text, they can pull up the phone bill and they can see how many times you take this number, how many times this number texts you. So all they need is a passcode to look at the family plan phone number or whatever the case may be. Every time you send somebody a text, you have to trust that they are going to delete that text to save your image. Because if they save all the texts that you send them and one day they say, I'm just going to put this shit out and blast, you're screwed. You're fucked, sis. Not only that, you have to be very careful as a black woman and a black man when you're going into these people's houses, apartments, whatever the case may be, because this is the age of technology you going to get somebody some pussy or you going to drop some dick off and you on camera you don't know if these niggas got hidden cameras in the crib in the bedroom or shorty got hidden cameras in the bedroom and you don't know you are living in the age of technology yo you bugging if you trust in a side piece you bugging if you trust in the side nigga. You bugging. That is a safety violation. You putting yourself in harm's way. Don't let no nigga rock you to sleep out here. Don't let no sis rock you to sleep out here, bro. That's a safety violation. Yo, I wanna I wanna I'ma share a story with you, right? I'ma share a story with you. And um uh, this is about my partner. And you know what? I'm, I'm going to share a couple of stories with you. One I want to share is this. You know, um, when I was coming up, the OGs used to teach us that, see, when you're in covenant and when you're married, everything outside is what they call street meat. You didn't trust it. You didn't trust a side woman the way we were taught. You didn't do it. You didn't trust a side nigga the way we were taught. You just didn't do it. Our generation, you didn't do that shit. So if you did find yourself playing in the street as a man, she's called street meat, and you're going to hit her in the car. Period. And then when you do hit her in the car, you're going to like, goddamn, you don't, you put your pants down to like bite your knee or something like that. And I don't give a fuck what it is. That was a way of always reminding yourself of what it is. You ain't got no business out here with little mama anyway. But while I'm out here with her, I'm going to hit in the car. You go to some dead end, some abandoned school, abandoned building on the side somewhere. You go to some old abandoned park. You meet up or whatever. You pick little mama up. You hit in the car. You take it back wherever you picked up from. You dip. You never meet up with street meat without a pistol. You never do it. I was raised this way. We wasn't raised to fuck with a side chick. You going all to the broad apartment and you going all in a house and you all you laying up, 
you get in a hotel room like, damn, nigga, you trying to stretch out and smash it and fuck like you fucking at the house? You never did that. Now, this is the rules that they gave us as men. When I look at sisters and they get caught up and they always do. Just the facts is that you will put yourself in the fucking hotel room with a guy that's typically bigger and stronger than you or his apartment or his home. You trust him way too much, sis. That's way too much. On just on a on a security level, that's you trust him way too much. Because I'm from the city and I know that over 90% of the sexual assaults come from who you know. But here's an interesting statistic that they never talk about. Gang rape, gang assault, sexual assault typically happens with a married woman or a woman in a relationship and she's like living with a baby daddy or she got a living boyfriend or maybe I should say it this way. A woman with a live-in partner is more at risk of a gang rape than a person that's just single. Because that nigga that you call your side nigga that you sneaking out to be with, he know he can use you against you. See, this is a safety issue now. And the term that we use in the streets is rocking you to sleep. So you go over his house, you got a good thing going on for the last three months, six months, nine months. Y'all meet up, y'all hook up and all that. Y'all fucking and talking and watching TV and Y'all then taking showers together and laying up and having pillow talk. And then one day you go over there and you go right to the bedroom. You jump right on the mattress. And then his he brings his partner in the room. Now what are you going to do? You're screwed. See, this nigga done rocked you to sleep. You ain't even supposed to be there. What the fuck? You finna yell, holler, scream? You know you can't. If you get a little physical, how you going to explain the bruises on your arm and your legs and all that with your old man? Because you don't even fucking supposed to be here. That's how a lot of black women get caught up in gang rape because they are in places they have no fucking business in in the beginning. That is a safety violation. That is what we call a double O banger. That is a no no. You never do that shit. That's the story I was going to tell you earlier. My partner. His baby brother. Same age as my baby brother. Married. In covenant. Running around with his side bitch. They've been running around over a year. But guess what happened? He meet her at the snooty fox. They've been doing this shit. They got a good routine. They talk. He think they cool the whole nine. He going to the hotel room. And two niggas is there to rob him. Two niggas is in the room to rob him. And they robbed him. They shot him. They didn't kill him. They thought they killed him, but they didn't kill him. But we thank God for sparing his life. We thank God for a speedy recovery. He's good. He got a little limp. He's cool. He's cool now. He's cool. But the feeling of embarrassment to have your in-laws, beloved, come to the fucking hospital. Your wife and them coming to the hospital. And this is how you got shot. You scared. You don't even want to say it. But the truth always finds its way coming out. This is how you got set up. This is where you got shot at. You could have died in dishonorable of it. For what? Because this this shorty, I almost said something else. 
this shorty rocks you to sleep. They're rocking you to sleep to earn your trust. I got another story for you. Another partner out the neighborhood. He passed away of AIDS. I want to say, was it 2015? When did the, no, we, 2014. Partner from the neighborhood. 2014. Fly nigga. Goddamn. Fly nigga. Single. Money. Good job. But he running around with a fucking married chick. He's single, bro. Why would you run around with a chicken covenant and you niggas luck get when you start running around with married women, niggas luck get start you start getting hard luck in every goddamn thing, nigga, because you ain't living right. Nigga, money start getting funny, but anyway. Don't y'all know, beloved, she gave him that pack? He is sleeping with a married woman raw. He think he can trust her. Can you imagine that? The 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 mentality, the, the psychology behind that? Nigga, she's fucking off with you. You think you're so special, nigga? You're the only nigga that can get the pussy? But a married woman gave you that pack. A married woman sent you to the fucking grave, dog. Because niggas is trusting street meat to such a degree. Women that's married are fucking they side dudes raw. Imagine that. You giving this nigga the pussy like he the husband or something. You don't, he don't, you know, that ain't, you know, you don't supposed to be giving this nigga no pussy at all. It's bad enough that you fucking him. You sucking his dick and fucking him like the man at the house. And then men in covenant at the crib, they fucking they side bitches raw. They go, they, these niggas ain't nothing but wound gobbler. So they going down on them. They fucking them wrong and they coming back to their wife. Lust is ruining these niggas' whole household, men and women. Because of what, beloved? There's a lot of energies you can play with. Lust? Nah. Can't fuck around like that. Just the mere conversation of infidelity, I have always thought was a 20 year old thing. A 30-year-old thing. Beloved, it, it is hard for me to fathom a person damn near 50 years old. Damn near 50. Creeping around, running around that hotel. I don't know what, but that's the power of lust. That's how come it's so easy for me to forgive. Because I look at the, I know better. I'm a man of a certain age. I got knowledge of self. And I know that these energies Lust is one of the most scariest energies because it'll make that shit feel like love. Lust will feel like love. Lust will feel like concern. Lust will start feel, feeling like caring. And when you get out in that delusion, you can get trapped up in that delusion and then you'll lose everything. You will lose everything. I never seen anybody play with lust and win. I never seen it, yo. Maybe y'all know some super strong will men and women that gets nah. I ain't never seen nobody play with lust and win. I just never seen that. I ain't never seen that shit. He's some bad. He's some bad motherfucker. That you need to introduce me to them. I ain't never seen it. But I, I have seen everybody that play and entertain and that energy lose. They're gonna lose, man. 
So yeah, beloved, that's our conversation, man. Sisters, man, you got to be more careful, man. I, I don't get it. You know, again, I always looked at it like something twenties and thirties, and when you damn near fifty, you know, black folks in the village, beloved. Um, many of our people died. What? 60 mid 60s some shit, some shit like that being that we live in the age of technology i don't understand how you can because you can damn near get the kind of spouse that you want today because of the internet you can get like if you want to uh marry a man and you want a man that are gonna let you fuck off every now and then because of the internet you can find that kind of man yeah that ain't hard to find because there's a lot of niggas with open relationships it's a lot of black American men getting money, working every day, but they cool with open relationships. It's a lot of black women working, getting money every day. They are cool with open relationships. Once you get in the covenant, though, just kind of take a good look at your vows that you make. Because you really can't get... We're looking at the vows. If you take the traditional, um, for better, for worse, for richer, for poor, for sickness and in health, that's the infidelity part. The sickness part because infidelity is a it's a mentality it's a sickness so that sickness come in all shape form and fashions physical sickness mental and spiritual sickness nobody is whole entertaining a outside interest that is a mental sickness so you locked into the vow so it's very important to make sure you write your own vows and you pick your vows and you ain't got to say everything everybody else say but once you do that one this ritual and you lock yourself into covenant because an, another vow is to forsake all others. So you jumped up and said that shit. Forsake all others. You didn't say, I'm going to forsake all others because she going to speak to me right. And she talked to me good and she build me up all the time. And no, my nigga, you taking to forsake all others when she ain't she talking to you like shit all the time. She don't feel like cooking. She don't feel like fucking. But that's the vow that you took that you said with little mama. Same thing for vice versa. That's that's what it is. And then the vows are so tricky. It goes, it can flip flop, but you locked into the covenant because that's the promises that you make. It's whatever you make. And when I, you know, having this conversation with little cuz, and again, beloved, I want you to check them out. Fire podcast beloved unpopular truth versus popular opinion dk the voice he may make a you know we he may make a conversation based on this conversation that we having right now but you know this situation with this person is so close to our family who knows because it's like you know what i mean but all i can say about that is grace still works forgiveness still works love still works right and i want to say um in the village beloved we got to do better we got to do better as men i know shorty at the job at the gym especially the gym because i'm at the gym i know little mama in covenant throwing that pussy at you bro just turn it down man because that should have a, a a ripple effect we don't, I hate to see marriages fuck up behind some lust, some bullshit. Come on, man. Niggas is getting houses with the old lady, cars accumulating wealth. Come on, man. Hit another chick. I don't care if she throwing you the pussy. We got to have a certain kind of standard as men. You know what I mean? Like, ah, damn. 
um i always look at women like the weaker vessel you know you you can kind of we know as men you get shorty by yourself you can talk the draws off i don't give a fuck who she been married to how long so we had to do better as men god damn i would you know damn dog that's fucked up you know but grace still works forgiveness still works right love still works and we're going to close out the podcast by saying this right we got to say this um it's important that you are your spouse's best friend it's important that you are your spouse's best friend there is nothing or no feeling that you have that you shouldn't be able to share with your spouse the way we were introduced into relationship was so much of like a, a fakership it's not really a relationship it's a fakership because in order for you to fuck off that means you planning this shit in your mind the whole time we land in the bed together we watching movies together we netflix and chilling and while we doing all that in the back of your mind you're saying I'm going to hit a little shorty tomorrow. Or the shorty is saying, I'm going to meet up with Jamarcus tomorrow. I'm going to let him drop that pole to a swollen. I got them. I'm going to go get me a little bit. Buddy, I'm going to meet up with him. And you walking around in secrecy. You take your black ass out the door, especially as a woman. And some happened to you. We don't know what the fuck happened to you. You don't want to get fucked up in dishonor. You don't want to die in dishonor. You trying to fulfill your lust and you get your ass whooped and choked out and same thing with men because that happened with these bitches is setting niggas up left and right all the time we having a grown folk conversation when you out in the street there's no women in the street brother these are hoes and bitches in the street you fucking with hoes and bitches in the street sister you out there in the street niggas and shysters out there in the street you ain't got no business trusting them out in the street none None. You ain't really got no business out there, but goddamn. If you feel as though that you burning in lust with a nigga in the street, your hubby should know. Baby, you know what? I be going at the gym. I be on the treadmill. And it's a little dude I always see in the treadmill. And man, this nigga so fine. Baby, I mean, I don't know what it is about me. I have a connection with this guy. He got the coolest vibe. And I just... Baby, I need you to pray for me because I don't really trust myself around this dude. Or uh, it's a co-worker, baby. This nigga comes smelling so good. He, he got that old Izzy. Or uh, he look like he's a, he wear that old spice. He, he a sugar daddy in training. And I'm, he be flirting with me so much, but he just got such a live vibe. I don't know, baby. Pray for me because I, I be vibing around this old nigga. Put your hubba, just put your hubba on game. Like, damn. You know what I'm saying? Let him hold that a little bit. Sometimes, bro, you got to tell your wife, damn, baby, you know I love you, right? Man, it's this little chick at the gym, oof. Boy, that thing in number fresh water, boy, that is like a, a high J Bento, goddamn. Oof. Man, I think, but I want to put that, I, we want to put pressure on little mom every now and then, boy. I want to put that pressure on her. <laughs> little shorty pie, goddamn. Put that on your old lady lap, let her deal with that shit. And then when she get upset, say, listen, if I can't tell you, who the fuck do you want me to tell you? My best friend. 
you got to be able to tell your husband, damn, my nigga, if I can't tell you this shit, who the fuck I'm supposed to tell? You want me to go tell Candace I'm feeling this way about buddy because Candace will help me set it up. You got to tell your wife, low, you, who else you want me to tell, baby? You don't want me to tell Charlie and the boys this because Charlie never going to help me set that thing up. I'm telling you this. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just want, I want to put it on the table. What that does is that that allows your spouse to know you. Now, heaven forbid you go out there and you set something up with buddy or you set something up with shorty and it come out. But you know what that will do? The first thing that is going to come across your wife's brain is, damn, he told me he was with the little bitch at the job. She all on his face. He told me about this. He told me about that shit. I should have I should have did this, did that, talked more, should have did this, whatever. The minute you catch Shorty up, you gonna say, damn, she told me about Buddy at the job. She told me about Buddy at the gym. God damn. Because, beloved, I'll be at the gym and I'm going to tell you something. All the guys at the gym over 45 years old, I ain't going to front. I'm not going to hold you. We going to keep it a whole bean. Them, them chicks that's married in their 20s, knocking their ass down. I literally see this shit out knocking their ass down. Knocking them down. We and that motherfucker working out four or five times a week, dog. You know what I'm saying? We coming home on some physical shit. Come on, dog. I, I get to the crib. I do five-minute jumping jacks. I do 100 push-ups every day. You know what I'm saying? I do 100 sit-ups every day. I'm curling. You know, I got... We got... Um, I mean, we we doing the real workout thing at the house just before I even get to the gym. Cause you gotta be in a certain physical shape. And then you know y'all niggas with them, you got these wives, but you at home with them spaghetti arms and shit like that. <laughs> you know, hey man, black man is totally out of shape, man. We going out to Miami, Myrtle Beach. You know what I'm saying? Daytona Beach, niggas wearing niggas around the beach with with t-shirts on because. They stomach all these. It's so many black men with these fucking beer bellies, with they bellies hanging over their motherfucking underwear. Bro, you don't think your old lady wants something fine and cut and rip, nigga? You don't think? You don't think she love to grab a man's arms? Cause we these niggas ain't seen a vein in their arm, and I don't know how long. Goddamn, you better not take your black ass to the hospital because the goddamn nurse is gonna take forever to find a vein because y'all niggas out of shape. Then you, she see one of the bros from the gym, and we walking around, and we got veins popping out our arms, and everybody over 40 45 years old niggas 50 55 years old in better shape than you you don't think she want to feel that pressure <laughs> i'm gonna tell you something i'm gonna tell you something a lot of a lot of people not gonna like this now a lot of folk ain't gonna like this next comment just on some grown folk shit just because somebody is fucking off on you that don't mean they mistreating you that's that's Sis, bruh, we talking. Grown folks talk. Just because somebody is fucking off on you, that doesn't mean they're mistreating you. And this is a grown folk conversation, so I'm going to hit you with this. There's a difference between a woman fucking off on you and cheating on you. It's, it's a difference. A woman that is cheating on you is dealing with somebody outside of her home with the intentions of one day leaving you for that person. That's what you call cheating. Most niggas don't forgive cheating because you on your way out the fucking door anyway. 
the average black woman in the village is not cheating. You know what she's doing? <laughs> they fucking off. Meaning they're going to give Buddy some from the gym some pussy and shit like that. Or from the job or from wherever they run into the guy at the grocery store, wherever. They go give him a shot of that pussy, but they have no intentions of leaving a husband for him. They just having a good time, quote unquote. Same thing with, with bros. Bros, every every man, we just use that term cheating so loosely. It's just it's a conversational piece, but every man it ain't cheating. Some men out here fucking off. Most of most men in the game is just fucking, they ain't got no intentions of leaving their wife. You just something, you street beat. I'm gonna bend you over at this park in the car, and then after that, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw the rub out the goddamn window. I'm going to throw all the evidence away. I'm going to go home. I ain't got nothing to do with you. I ain't going to leave my wife or none of these bitches in the street. I'm not cheating. I'm just fucking off. Cheating is I'm trying to make a plan with you. Cheating is what Fantasia husband did. Let me say it that way. We're going to talk plain talk, right? All right. Cheating is what, um, what's that beige nigga from New York? Swiss Beach. That's what that beige nigga did. Swiss Beach, the DJ. He, he married to a woman. He started messing around with Alicia Keys. He started to cheat, meaning he made his exit from one woman to be with the other woman. He was cheating. You know what I'm saying? Fantasia husband was cheating. He got a wife. He in covenant. He running around with Tasia from one woman to go with the other. He was cheating. Most men don't do that. Most men fuck off, meaning they got a wife. They in covenant. They gonna hit you, but they not finna leave no goddamn well. <laughs> They just fucking off. <laughs> Most women, if you got a, a quote unquote outside interest and this shit going on for six months to a year to two or three years and you catch up your old lady and she was running around with dude for three years, she ain't cheating. Not It don't take no three years to cheat. She not cheating. <laughs> she fucking off. But she ain't cheating because she ain't got no intentions of going nowhere. That's just something that she like to do for whatever, she, for whatever reason she like to do it. This is a grown folk conversation, beloved. Either way, your spouse need to know what you into. Period. Nobody should be able to walk up and tell you nothing about your spouse you don't already know. That's why I'm at and I'm going to leave it there. That's where this conversation at. I'm going to leave it there. I ain't finna tell nobody to leave nobody. Because, you know, I'm cool with separation. If y'all in a motherfucking house stabbing each other. Shooting at each other, busting windows in a wall and busting the house windows out, and y'all tearing each other car up and cutting tires and shit like that. Separation cool. But if y'all got money problems and infidelity problems, that can be fixed with counseling and communication. And then you gotta rebuild and go forward. Because that's where we at, beloved. I do not believe in this ain't the podcast for divorce. You want somebody to run down a black woman or one blonde, uh, black man? We ain't, I ain't doing that shit. Stay together. Love each other. Work it out because forgiveness still works. Grace is still present. Love still works. But black woman, we love you for your safety. Get out the streets. Peace and black power to your family. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys for hanging out, man. This is Real Black Content Forum Podcast. This is your brother, Big VJ, man. I'm going to get it with you guys later. Peace.
Thanks for viewing the podcast, be sure to like, share, comment, and subscribe to the channel on all social media platforms. Real Black Consciousness Real Forum. Black Consciousness Real Black Forum. Consciousness Forum. And we out this piece.